Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Today's guest is Michael Lerman, and he talks physiological and spiritual desires. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. I would like to thank Blake for giving me the opportunity to speak with you on Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. It is exciting to communicate with you. If you feel that some of what I am saying is useful to you, or could be beneficial in your journey through physical life, feel free to make it yours. Communicating is a part of spiritual journey. If you are receiving this transmission, you have attracted this information to yourself. You and I, listening, we have our own special journey, and it continues or starts with this transmission, this communication, Let's begin. Fulfilling life's yearnings, desires. What is it that we desire? What is it that we want? Well, people want different things. Our society and physical existence, in general, provokes the desire for many things. There are many types of desires, it could be separated into two major categories, physiological desires, and spiritual desires. Of course, there is no this way or that way. It is this way, and that way. Everything is intertwined. However, for this particular transmission, Talking about just those two groups will serve our purpose. So, physiological desires and spiritual desires. Let's start with physiological desires, wants and needs. Well, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you warm enough? Do you want to mate with someone that will warm you up? Are you too warm? Here, take a cold shower. Of course, in the current society, you might be taking a cold shower because you haven't paid your electric or gas bill. And so, those needs result into wants. You want a shower with warm water. You want that shower to be close to a bed where you can sleep at night. You want the bed to be in some kind of a space that is under the roof so you do not get rained on while you sleep at night. And you want that space to have walls so the wind does not blow you away while you take a shower. Well, What if someone gets bored and decides to take your shower curtain? Now, 
you need a door with a lock to keep the bored people out. Then, the physical reality game that you play becomes even more complex. Do you have the resources to get the shower with warm water, and a curtain that is close to the bed, that is in a place with walls, and door with a lock on it? And who has to think about all this? Of course, you probably know that your brain does all the thinking. Do you think your brains can be happy, thinking about all this stuff all the time? Do you think thinking about it makes your brain happy? Maybe it does, maybe it does not. Does it matter, how, you think? So, what are spiritual desires? Are those just as complex as the physiological desires? Relax. Creation of this existence perfectly understands that universe is all that is, because it has to be all that is, no limitations, no expectations. And so, our spirit, our soul, our consciousness, has no expectations. The desires of the spirit, from a broad perspective of view, just wants to expand with as many experiences as possible. Nothing in existence is guaranteed except constant change. Our soul wants us to move, to experience. And that is when conflict occurs with physical reality. Let's talk a little bit about physical reality. Well, let me mention why I call this a physical reality, because this might be triggering a question in your mind. Are there other realities? Is there anything besides physical existence? For the purpose of this transmission, let's think about physical reality as the most vivid aspect of creation. Let's call this creation, our maker, creator of everything. Again, all this is figuratively speaking, since spoken language does not have the capacity to describe this as accurately as it could be envisioned. Our Maker has one of the most powerful ability that can ever exist. It is the ability to imagine, the ability to dream. This reality that we are experiencing, it represents the most concentrated dreams of the Maker. These dreams are the very edge of existence, very thick, very solid. This is what we call physical reality. Then, many questions come up. Is this a dream then? Why does everything feel so solid? Can you change this dream in your favor? Who, or what is the maker? Humanity, as a whole, has to grow to expand, no matter what happens in a certain culture, society, or nation.
part of growing and expanding, is preserving knowledge that is gained. Humanity has a tool, a device for preserving knowledge, one of many. It is called stories or telling stories. Of course, everyone has different stories about the same event that happened. Or, did it happen? That is when you can look for similarities of everyone's story. When something is mentioned across every story, it becomes a common knowledge, a common wisdom. Common wisdom can appear in any form of art. A writing, a song, a painting, other forms of art. Across many human cultures and beliefs, there is a mention that humankind is created in likeness of the Maker. This, what has become a common wisdom, can be interpreted in many ways. For this communication, I will touch on one of the ways of how to interpret that particular wisdom. As I said, our creation, our Maker has one of the greatest abilities, imagination. And this is the kind of imagination that creates ideas, life, entire worlds. Humans have the same ability to imagine, and just as powerful. You can imagine any reality you want. Yes, you can have anything you want and be happy. But, more questions. How do you materialize imagination as physical reality? How long does it take to materialize? You want that new house or sports car, right now. Back to fulfilling life's yearnings, physiological desires, wants and needs. As we said before, the brain has to think about all your wants and needs. That is a hefty job, much responsibility. But now, you might have just discovered that your brain also has the ability to imagine and materialize that what is imagined into reality. Oh, my, somebody's brain might be very, very stressed. Now, all of us know that we cannot concentrate while we are stressed. It is distracting. We cannot get thoughts together. We do not feel inspired. Let's say you know exactly how materialized thoughts into reality. What kind of reality would you get if your mind is stressed? It is like building a house on a faulty foundation. No matter how beautiful your house might be, it will start cracking and falling apart because of the faulty foundation. So, before you can precisely materialize thoughts into reality, you can make sure that your mind is ready to visualize what it is you want. 
Remember, you need a properly structured foundation for your house to stand exactly the way you want. In order to materialize your wishes into reality, your thought has to be clear. It has to be pure. With so many thoughts on one's mind, sometimes it is difficult to get a clear vision. But, here is a secret. Listen carefully. Everything, everything that we think happens in some form, at some point of existence. While, now you might be saying, with all the stress and so much thinking, do I even have a chance of clearly imagining my thoughts into reality? Guess what? You soul, your spirit, your higher self says, no worries. Yes, this is where physiological and spiritual desires come together, in an effort of fulfilling life's yearnings. It is a team effort, as humans say. Your spirit and your mind work together. The accuracy of your reality completely depends on how well your spirit communicates with your brain. What if I would tell you that you are pointlessly stressing your brain? What if I would tell you a shocker? Your brain does not do all the thinking. Then, who does? During my live presentations, I go into depths of discussing all of these aspects of existence. Depending on presentation you will take part in, we talk about what makes a human. We discuss the connection between the soul and the brain, and how you can implement the connection to materialize a reality that is more desired. Through my presentations, you can see that a human being, technically, is not a physical being. Physical state is just one of the states of existence of an intellectual being. Also, when I speak live, I demonstrate that we are vibrational beings, using common physics. Together, we can begin to understand our Maker. Throughout my current book, Flow of Illuminati, there are hints about existence, about who we are. Those hints are expressed through lyrics, poetry, and spoken word. My goal is not to lecture, not to push a certain agenda. I only wish to share, to expand, together. Blake has kindly asked me to share something from my book. I love to share one of my pieces. By the way, Paul, is the name of the artificial voice, there you are listening to right now. Paul, he's pretty good. But, let's face it, it's no Mo's deaf or biggie. Still, this particular piece is from my third book, second chapter. It is called, We Are The Noise.
collaboration celebration, as we live life of noise creation. Like vegetation, warmed up by sun cooled off by ocean. But unlike leaves, we feel another's heart distortion. We're single but we're just a portion, proportion to this world. We might be in the middle of the warmest motion, while some of us are cold. So blue and cold, someone is always looking at grey skies. So bright was their sunrise, but didn't offer any warmth. With pain they shut their eyes, just trying to escape within their minds. And they see paradise, plateaus and plains where air can make you giggle, where smallest flowers and a sun can mingle, cause love is not selective. There's love that's not corrective, so every beauty is unique. Can't get homesick, cause everywhere they go is home. There's wild and refreshing storm, but thunder raises no alarms. It only gives a chance to be so close, to be in someone's arms. From eyes they take away their palms, and see their daily choice. Let's try to hear each other's hearts, we are the noise. If you wish to know more about my live presentations, my book, or my music, or you just want to say hi, please visit michaelslyric.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S-L-Y-R-I-C dot com. Again, I would like to thank all of you for being a part of this very special transmission. My deepest gratitude goes to Blake. Thank you, Blake. We will all meet again. May your mind and spirit be healthy and free. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the home page, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams. <laughs>